Hey, welcome to Texas! He's a 10. I choose this family. Welcome to episode 82 of 911 Lone Star Roundup. I'm one of your hosts, EJ, and with me today are my lovely co-hosts, Katie. Hey guys. And Grace. Hi, everyone. Today we will be talking about season four premiere episode of 911 Lone Star titled The New Hotness. It has been a long time coming. We are so excited for new content and mm-hmm. there is so much to talk about. So we are just gonna jump right in. Mm-hmm. And and I, I think we talked yesterday when we watched it that they we were gonna like probably talk about the show, but then like have save the end for everything else because there's a lot to talk about. We'll see what happens. We have <clears> many <throat> feelings on Parlos. All the feels. All the feels for sure. Um, so we get a quick like glimpse of the emergency. Um, we see that Bree and Caleb are back. I think this is their third time, maybe fourth. Yeah. I guess. Like, what no. are they coming once a third. season almost? Third time. Third. Okay yeah um so she he's like talking about being hungry for other things and she's like you've already had fried soup which like i I had to look that up because i was like okay even my fair okay my fair has like the like i know people are be like okay but all fairs have weird food i'm telling you my fair has has the weirdest Mm -hmm. fried food ever like i i don't remember exactly what it was but it was like fried hippo or something one year and i was like what the heck yeah i I, I can't eat fried food anymore so right. I yeah, just I don't. skip it all <laughs> I don't eat yeah. like the weird stuff because I feel like that that really isn't probably good right. for your stomach but like it's yeah. not yeah it's interesting anyway so because of the junk that he'd eaten he had to run to the bathroom and so all of a sudden we start seeing some clips of scenes that are happening and all of a sudden it gets really warm and the ice cream cone she's uh breeze holding melts and so there's like this heat wave balloons are popping caleb ends up getting stuck in a porta potty it's like all of a sudden this wind comes up that like nobody's like prepared for it's just like totally chaos and of course you know at the end of this clip the porta potty that caleb's in just takes off and floats away yeah and people are gonna say that doesn't happen but okay i just saw something that ronan posted this um video on facebook it was it was a link from youtube and he's like for anybody that believes this doesn't happen here's your link <laughs> yeah some things get a little far-fetched but it, it's yeah it, that can happen i mean it's not i've seen those up close you know because different like events i've gone to and it's like yeah those aren't attached to the ground <laughs> right right oh yeah they're incredibly unstable i would yeah. just go in one it rocks around you and you're like oh fuck me yeah exactly <sighs> then we get we go back in time a little bit to earlier in the day uh the 126 is watching the news and they're talking about a rainstorm and they're like oh yep let's get prepared for that paul's making migas it's a tex-mex breakfast and <laughs> He's adding things like he's listing off what's already in there and Mateo wants him to add olives and he's like, uh, no. And Nancy's like, uh, yes. And so there's some, I agree with Paul, which yeah. side are you on? Let us know. Yeah. I, yeah, I want to know olives or not. Uh, I love olives, like Ooh, green and no. black olives, but a lot of people don't. Yeah. I'm one of those people. And so we see TK, he's eating just random, like something it looks like he'd maybe brought from home. And he's talking about how they've toured, him and Carlos have toured 14 wedding venues. And they fell in love with one just out in the outskirts of Austin, but the wait list was like 18 months. So they're on it, but that right now is the earliest they could get married. Um, so TK starts asking Judd, like where he and Grace got married. And he's like, well, my uncle Cash's ranch, but 
he doesn't rent it out. And I guess there's loose hogs on the property. So probably not the greatest plan. Um, Judd's acting really cranky too. So which is like typical Judd. I mean, he he hates that coffee maker. He's hated it since the beginning. So not surprised. I really blame him. No, I'm not a huge espresso fan. Like, I mean, I can't drink coffee, but I just think those things have so many like bells and whistles that they don't need just to make coffee. (laughs) Um, So he's mentioning that he's stressed because he and Grace are trying to potty train Charlie, which has been interesting. And I'm surprised. How old is she? I was surprised. Yeah, because I'm like, if she was born in episode four of last season, the kid's not even going to be a year old. Because yeah, there wasn't a huge time break between the end of season three and the beginning of right, season four. Right, that's what it four. seemed, but I'm very confused on their timeline. I also think <clears throat> they just don't research things where it's like, okay, no one-year-old is potty training at literally no. just one or under. They're making her seem like she's under one sometimes too. So no. I'm very confused on that. Yeah. Yeah, that's and, typically between 18 and 24 months. And so. that's very rare that you're potty trained by yeah, like that young. I have friends with yeah. young children, and I don't think they've even really, I mean, they've started, but she's two and a half. So, like, that's kind of when they started. So she's not really, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, weird. it's a little odd. Uh, so Judd's also talking about hitting some traffic on the, on the roads, and he's talking about this guy on a motorcycle who's like, pulled up next to him and was trying to get Judd to race with him and because of that he spilled coffee on himself so he needed coffee at the station and then the guy on the bike pulls into the station and Judd's I trying forgot to, like, about this part chase, oh, yeah, like the, the, guy the trailer okay. yeah. yeah and then like <laughs> Owen it Owen yeah. takes the helmet off and it's Owen and I he's just love that. Like, <laughs> he's like hey buddy you know, I loved that it was so good oh. I'm just like oh of course it is I know, like we all knew it, but it was just it was just funny to see like well, as I said, reaction. I, yeah. I forgot the motorcycle right. bit from the trailer. So for a moment I didn't even piece together till I saw the motorcycle into the station. And I'm like, mm-hmm. ah shit, I remember this. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think it was funny too, because like he's like, Yeah, he didn't even like really say anything at first until he's like, Yeah, the weatherman said it was gonna rain, so I brought my baby inside. <laughs> And they're like, you gotta, I'm like, I, I don't have anything against motorcycles. Some people love them. I've always called them what Marjan called them was a crotch rocket, just kind of as a joke. Um, he's like, <laughs> I call them a death true. trap. Eh, that too. Be, yeah. I've known people that have gotten seriously injured from them, but I also know I people mean, that love them. So my mom was a cop and she had to deal with an accident once where someone got literally cut in half because he was uh, riding a motorcycle we yeah. uh, we knew someone who died from the head injury sustained by slippery roads and an improperly applied helmet yeah it they're cool they're just death traps nine on one season one we I had all those yeah <laughs> yeah so yes very true and um he's talking about all these people that he's met and that he's living his best life and like as he kind of just like passes some stuff off, Judd turns to TK. He's like, uh, "Is your daddy okay?" He's <laughs> like, uh, "Yeah, as long as he doesn't wear leather to the wedding." <laughs> <laughs> I loved that. Yeah, good one, TK. That's what I have to say about that. Yeah, good one. I know. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> that was, was so good. Yeah. So then we get um, our next scene is another one we've been dying for is some more Carlos and Andrea. So we've got them having lunch together and. Uh, <laughs> 
how she's telling it's like I don't know why you need some like centerfold or cover of you know time magazine you know, wedding venue she's like you guys are pretty enough and I was like Agreed. I know like some fancy <laughs> I'm like magazine. preach darling like I'm yes like, queen yes and I love how they were like they were talking in English but then there was like they'd slip into certain Spanish words like pero which is I know but. I love when Tar- Carlos goes all Spanglish yeah. I'm like yes yes I love it it's so good and then he's talking like your future husband and your fiance and I'm like okay this is like real ah uh, and it's such what... a good moment because last season on the first episode of the season like we didn't have any of that and the ones <laughs> they were broken did up with Carlos they were broken and it, up like, we just didn't get there yet yeah so I'm like this is amazing and he you know they're talking about how TK's upset that it's an 18 month wait for the wedding and Andrea's not worried and She's like, well, you guys should find another place. And then Carlos gets a phone call and it's the wedding venue, the dream wedding venue. And they're like, well, had a cancellation. So if you want to get married sooner, you can get married in eight weeks. And Carlos is like, well, my fiance and I'll call you back by the end of business day. And then he tells his mom and she's all excited. And then he's like, yeah, that's not what I'm worried about. She's like, wait a second. You haven't told him? Dun, dun, dun. You know, we've already seen this clip if you saw it on Monday because I saw it. Um, yeah. I want to know how Andrea knows because... I want to know when she find out. She found yeah. out. Because I'm really curious about that because I'm like, I don't know when it would have been. Like, I really don't know. And I just, I'm very, I'm very yeah. interested I mean, about that. I mean, if he did it to make his parents less disappointed, wouldn't it stand to reason that his parents would know? Yeah. And then a few years later, maybe saying, oh, we're going to, you know, we're getting a divorce. We didn't do it for the right reasons or something, but they just (laughs) assumed that happened. They didn't realize that it hadn't. I don't know. Yeah. Before we get that resolution, the very ugly green filtered weird weather phenomenon happens. Okay, that was overkill. Yeah, that was odd. And it's like changes the color of the day sky. And I'm like, well, because they already have a filter on the show to make it look like it's not in California. Mm -hmm. And like a lot of people complain about it, but honestly, I don't really care. But like the green, like the greenness is like, that was just a little much. Like that was just like, eh, no, we don't really need to do that. So it's, yeah, it was like, yeah, it's daytime, but then it's like this weird, ugly green filter. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of that. And I don't really mind the filtering that they do because it gives us a little bit slightly different. Yeah, a lot of people complain about it. I don't know why. A lot of people complain. That's true. And then all of a sudden, the as the storm is hitting, we're getting rain. Frog, frogs coming down. Like instead of raining cats and dogs, it's raining frogs. <laughs> um, and a guy calls Grace, um, and he's like frogs, and she's talking to him, and he's like, all of a sudden he gets a literal frog in his throat. No way. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> This guy is the uh, D.B. Woodside, his character, Trevor, mm-hmm. I think is his name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so obviously the 126 responds and he's like, has anybody seen anything like this? And Jed's like, yeah, maybe in the book of Exodus, which is where the seven plagues are. Yeah. Which I, I think had been brought up in during the uh, last season when the lava and the volcano again. <clears throat> right. Yeah. I obviously this was a quick scene so like it's really just them greeting the guy getting that frog out of his throat <clears throat> yeah and uh kind of that was interesting. Going. and then like they get this hail and I think Marjan yell oh my god nope that's gorilla hail <laughs> I know I that. Like, I did so, love that I love that because that's just like so Marjan to say something like that because like listen everything's bigger in Texas yeah. I know it 
like i've seen i've definitely seen hail okay maybe not like that but like the size of that stuff but like yeah not nothing like that like i feel like it, i don't know it was it was interesting like i liked that like i always wanted like a good hail or like a good like just thunderstorm something like that and that's what this yeah. gave yeah right um yeah i it was weird just to see it come and go so fast but you know like certain little storm systems like a cloud burst can happen i mean it happened it even happens here in washington mm-hmm. um mm. so, but and then we everybody's going back to the station and carlos is there waiting for tk and it was funny because like i think somebody pointed out like him at- interacting with owen very nervously <laughs> i know he was He's so like, oh. like on edge but i think that's just like the nervousness and like the anxiety of like having to tell tk this huge secret which we to the like still i know we kind of kind of briefly you know put it mm-hmm. out there but we don't really know what it is yeah and i feel right. like me watching this episode just until we got to the secret i was literally on the edge i was like and then we found out the secret and i was like i don't think i paid attention to like any minor detail for the <laughs> i know rest you're of the saying episode. that when we watched it together you're like i don't remember any of <laughs> i really <laughs> didn't we watched it it was like i was watching some of those parts for the first time because i did not pay attention to literally right. anything like i'm like oh that was sad right. i didn't know that yeah Yeah, listen i there's a reason i spoiled it for myself i know i know i probably would have too if i didn't watch it live i probably would have done that to myself okay i did that all last season um yeah and i you know and i think (laughs) so when tk finally comes up it was really cute you know he's like hey baby you here for lunch you know it's just really casually and then carlos is like can we talk and it was just you could see tk's face changing it's like oh crap what's going on um, and before the storm had hit with Andrea and Carlos, Andrea had said, you have to tell him today, you can't wait any longer. And so we don't get the actual telling of it. We get the TKs pacing back and forth. It's the aftermath. Mm-hmm. Um, so Carlos is kind of sitting on one of the end tables in the uh, bunk room and TK's pacing. And he's like, um, Carlos, like you're pissed. And he's like, no. And then he's like, okay, maybe I'm pissed but he's like, I'm confused. He's not sure how to feel. You could definitely tell that. Um, but he's asking questions. He's like, so you're married to a woman. <laughs> so <laughs> the secret is Carlos is married to a woman. And Carlos is like, well, yeah, back then it was the only way to do it, which true. The story is that when he was in high school, when he came out to his parents, he and his best friend decided since she was a few years ahead of him that they would get married because he felt like he disappointed his parents and marrying a woman would be less disappointing. So that's just what happened. And she knew he was gay. They said they kind of were going to try and make it work, but they never did. So it's only been in name only. Um, and they always meant to get a divorce. And I mean, I've, I have a friend that was really close to in junior high and high school. And we kind of joked that, you know, if we weren't married by like 30 or 35, we'd marry each other. We didn't decide to do that when we were like 18. Um, so this is definitely was random. Um, and TK was started asking questions about the friend. Like, why has he never met this supposed best friend? I know. like that's kind of an important thing and you know obviously he has never told tk this so why is it just now being you know why is he telling him now and so carlos goes on to explain if he remembered captain blake and (laughs) tk's like uh michelle blake as in she's your wife he's like no she's my sister-in-law married to iris (laughs) so the reason why iris was so big in season one was 
other there were other things behind that um supposedly yeah yeah um you could see tk getting upset and i am super proud of tk for the way he's handling it because season one and two tk probably would have panicked and took off i mean he did carlos even in season three he would have taken off yeah so so, yeah yeah so definitely he's he's had a lot of like amazing character growth in good ways Mm -hmm. and you know he kind of as he's starting to piece everything together that you know they always had meant to and then iris disappeared and for several years he thought she was dead and so when michelle was you know looking for her carlos kind of never figured she'd be found and then she was and so she came back with schizophrenia so he starts to explain to tk that he's helping her by letting her use his medical to get treatment and help her with getting better and you know tk's asking well how's she doing and carlos is like i don't know he hasn't talked with them for a while and he meant to when they got engaged he meant to talk to them sooner now that him and tk were getting more serious and talking marriage and getting engaged but it just never came up and then he's like well we've got plenty of time let's get you a divorce and carlos is like yeah so about that (laughs) so not only on top of that he tells them that they got the venue so i'm happy to see that tk's like not leaving him and breaking up with him and he's like willing to work with him to help him get this to happen. But then he drops on that the wedding venue is available in eight weeks. And they're like, well, is it? Um, hmm. So uh, eight weeks is two months and did some research. And the minimum time it takes is like 60 days from like start to finish of a divorce. And according to Carlos, you only have to be divorced for a month before you can get married. So that's timeline's not going to really uh, work for yeah, that that's pushing it so, even if it goes smoothly which i don't think it will go no. smoothly i don't either Ugh, i mean not. that would be too easy and yeah. stuff and i just want to say when this okay so when i saw this and i know last week we had talked about being like oh it's not a telenovela it's not a soap opera like right, that's right. not happening <laughs> and then it was like well that didn't age well and so no, it like, did not <laughs> so when this mm. happened I I was pissed. I was like, oh, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Like, right. are you serious? Like I was in I couldn't concentrate for this yeah. stuff. So, like, oh, but I don't hate it now. Like after right. I rewatched it like um three times um and stuff, I don't like I don't hate it, but like also like if I could take it back, I would. Um like if I could get something else, I would. But right. like me too. I don't know like that's just how I feel and like it's funny because a lot of people were saying like okay like at first when like I obviously knew it wasn't Michelle but like people were like okay well if it was Michelle Tiki would feel differently and mm-hmm. I'm like well yeah but like the yeah, fact that worked, it's yeah. Iris like obviously like Carlos did it out of like you know love and like caring yeah. and stuff and like it kind of shows Carlos as a person right and um, realizing he has his own faults well, not even that, but like it shows Carlos as a person to do this because he was really just caring for her, and especially when she got like sick and like being like, oh, like not being like we need to get divorced right then and there, and be right. like, oh, well, she needs health insurance. Right. Yeah, and I, there's, I know we're gonna talk about this later. I there's a lot of like people saying, oh, well, you know, somebody said that 
this has been in the works since the beginning carl like Raphael's apparently known about this since he got the first cast so there's a lot of different things and tim said that he had been planning this and this is where i call bullshit i think you're a liar (laughs) if he had been planning this this entire time the storylines would fit together a lot better yeah i feel like there was something in the works but i don't feel like this specific i don't think it was was meant to be yeah i think there were pieces that they wanted to have I just think they never, and then, like, you know, they said yeah. because Liv Tyler didn't come back after season one, they couldn't pursue a Michelle storyline with Carlos because she wasn't there. And then they just kind of decided not to bring Lindsay Fonseca back. That's how you pronounce her last name. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so I, I just, I know there's a lot of like drama behind this. And I, right. I mean, obviously it's been said that this secret is going to be kind of, you know, inner impact the rest of the season. But again, like, I'm glad that TK is taking it well, as right, well as yeah. to be expected. Carlos finally came clean with him. And I know a lot of people are like, oh my God, you're such a hypocrite, Carlos. You know, you, you were so mad about Car- TK not telling you about telling you all these stuff when he was with his sponsor and all the stuff he was sharing with the sponsor, but not Carlos. And then now all of a sudden you're not sharing this big secret. I'm like, oh, that's completely different. different that's very I have, different. I have, <laughs> let, first of all, they're gay and Cooper yeah is a man Mm -hmm. there is logically more reason to be worried and romantically jealous about cooper Mm -hmm. because he has the equipment right no matter whether or not he knew about this marriage and he didn't he Mm. knows carlos is gay he might sort of have that firsthand information just just i know people so the situation is different I know it is acting like he had sex with her. It's like you do realize he gay. Yeah, and and she knew that, so I can't imagine she would force that on him. And I, they stayed married and they stayed best friends. What I don't know. And then she disappeared and kind of you know we didn't. She didn't wasn't around for a long time. I think no. Yeah. So there's just all these different things, and I know we're gonna get more as the season goes on, and hopefully you know prayers are that you know, things go smoothly she's willing to sign divorce papers um you know we've, we'll talk more about what is said later but yeah i just i and there's people that are pissed because that i love you scene that was in the promos oh, yeah. was cut it's like okay, guys, guys they're engaged shut the fuck up i know yeah. it's like uh we're, yes. we're far past the they cut they cut the kiss scene like we're far past that we're right past that they're engaged let's yeah. not bring that up every time and honestly is cut out honestly i think that i mean i don't think that was necessary at that time yeah they've because, said i love you before yeah i would it was just like tk what carlos needed was tk to reassure him that they were going to get through that together and not uh-huh. like i love you because that doesn't fix anything that just you know like yeah. I think what was said was better than just an I love you. Yeah, like TK basically yeah. said that, like, you know, we'll, yeah, we'll get through this. Like, I'm here for you, like that kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. like, that was honestly way better than I love you. And like, and also, know. guys, I can guarantee we're going to hear an I love you at some point in the season. Oh, They're getting amen. married. Yep. There's confirmation that there is a wedding <laughs> happening this season. So, yeah, we're going to be yeah. good. I promise. Um, so before we get any more of this situation, we see Owen and Judd talking about Owen's newfound interest in motorcycles and his motorcycle group of friends that he's got. And Owen invites Judd to come to one of their 
events in a couple of days um, at a, one of their bars. Um, yeah, that was would be interesting. I, I didn't realize that Owen was uh, getting connected with the Sons of Anarchy or something. I know. It. I can't wait until we talk like, about that because that was something. Like, yeah. Like, and then so we get more of the emergency calls. Um, so the um, you could see everybody's watching TV again, and they're talking about oh, there could be this heat heat wave coming, and, and um, you know. But you know, it's it's a one in a million chance, and I love how Marjan's like, "Well, that's gonna happen." Okay, that's the thing that probably is like, "Okay, did you two want to jinx it?" Right. Mm-hmm. TK text Buck. Oh, I think they jinxed. <laughs> yeah, really. Um, <laughs> so we see kind of a couple of things going on. The one of the rides is about to break down. They start getting people off. Um, you see Caleb stuck in the porta potty. Um, there's people starting to have heat stroke problems because the heat came through um they can't find caleb he calls 911 he's sinking in this porta potty which so it had flew and landed in some water of some kind it ends up being at the dunk tank and they're like well i guess that's not lake travis i know it <laughs> right end up they're getting him out um yeah uh, i just it was an interesting scene and just seeing her kiss him after what had just oh, happened that was and disgusting. what he was swimming in i yeah that was very disgusting that was nasty oh no love like true love right. so yeah Bree and caleb interesting couple uh so I we know. get the, the one of the guy the operators for the ride comes over to get them so trevor and his daughter are back up and or are back at the fair and they're um stuck up in one of these rides so they have to basically come up with a way to jump um so 126 uses one of the canopies or whatever as a like a rescue blanket and trevor and his daughter have to jump and he ends up having to push his daughter out of the thing which i was like uh yeah, that probably wouldn't go over so well oh if that was me i would have been like oh my god like yeah. oh i can't do heights i honestly can't yeah um uh, so then we get everybody's in the med tent i guess they're kind of a cool area to help people with that's dealing with the heat stroke because obviously the heat a lot of people are getting impacted by it and Tommy's fixing up the daughter and then he she works on Trevor and there's this uh kind of interaction between Tommy and Nancy and Nancy's like I see you guys flirting <laughs> basically what it was um uh, and Trevor's talking to you know Tommy about him being a new single dad and so it sounds like he's recently divorced or something and they're new to the area and so there's some back and forth between him and her and she ends up giving um, her number to him and says oh we can set up a play date for our daughters since they sound to be about the same age then he's like a play date or a date date <laughs> and uh, i was like okay i was like good at tommy like yes i'm here for right? this yes okay we love so, it yeah so here we get to talk a little bit more about what's going on with carlos so Carlos shows up at this shelter, looks like a kind of a halfway house for maybe the homeless people who've got um, mental issues, things like that. Mm-hmm. And he shows up and he starts asking one of the workers, he's like, he's li- originally he's looking for Michelle because he's thinking, you know, you know, he'll go find Michelle, see if he can get, get in touch with her and then find Iris from there. Um, the guy's actually, he's like, well, the reason why you can't get a hold of her is she's in Ecuador. Well, that would explain why he couldn't get a hold of her. I knew that would be the case. Like, I knew she'd be somewhere else. Like, I I just knew that she would have moved on to something else. Like, I didn't think she'd be in Austin all this time. That's just kind of my, like... Yeah, without running across her at some point, yeah. Right. Um, And so the guy's like, well... And Carlos is like, well, I'm actually just looking for her sister, um, Iris, 
Blake. And he's like, oh, well, she's just up the stairs. Hashtag random. So Carlos, it was this very ominous shift in the scene. He's going up the stairs and like he's slowly going up there and you can hear somebody there's some commotion upstairs like somebody screaming and they're trying to like talk them down from a I think a schizophrenic um episode and I imagine he's going up there thinking that it's Iris he gets up I there mean we're all thinking that watching yeah, that I think so he you know he gets up there he walks in this room and um he ends up seeing that it's Iris is actually being the one treating this person who's having this moment she sees him and runs over to him gives him this big hug then she pulls back and slaps him on the face um, i was glad that that's all the slap wound up being yes yeah. yeah. like, I, I was like, like yay we've got that funny. out of the way Me i was like, hysterical because like, i'll be honest i would also smack my best friend on the face like if probably like, yeah. yeah the reason came across <laughs> like i thought it you know was what? funny sometimes sometimes a little gentle and well-meaning physical violence right <laughs> yeah, yeah it was she, funny like, Slaps, she slap him and then she's like you should have come sooner and says coffee <laughs> it's just coffee? Kind of hashtag random that was um, such a mood like i was yeah. like oh my god i loved it like i know some people were like who are you slapping but i was like oh i thought that was funny i was like oh this is how this oh happens. that was just, it was okay. hysterical it was so funny especially the way she went from like you know like slapping him to be like coffee like right (laughs) and then i think i saw something Raphael said that like when they filmed that it was like the last scene of the night and he's like okay you can really hit me you like you can really slap me and she did oh my god i was like yeah that sounds about right but so then they go downstairs to a little cafe cafeteria area they have and grab some coffee and they start talking um carlos is saying like you know or iris had shared a little bit that she knew like thanks for always you know looking out for him and or for her and her sister and he's like yeah I always made sure to be the one to arrest Michelle whenever she you know got into trouble and apologizes to her for not being there and she's like <laughs> she's like I thought we were past that or do I need to slap you again <laughs> I love that and he starts talking about how he didn't expect to see her so happy and was glad to see it um and she's like she loves the place she's at it's called sanctuary hearts um she's been working there since she got better it really helped her out and by now working for them and helping other people she actually is now having medical benefits so he she's off what did she say he's off the hook from taking care of her now she's no longer his responsibility and so obviously between the time that the slap happened and coming to coffee, they like were still talking. So she's like, so tell me about this boy. Gee, 103, anyone? I know uh, people were mm-hmm. posting about this the day after. Oh and I'm like, oh I my God, that. there was a parallel. Yeah, I remember that. I was like, oh my God, that's exactly what uh, Michelle said when she was asking about it. And he's like, TK. He's like, yeah, TK. He's like, he used to be a firefighter now in New York. Now he's a medic. He's been through a lot. Currently not in a coma. <laughs> i love that line Currently not I, in a coma. That shirt. I do like that's no you know what that is tk's facebook status okay yes. not in a coma. Instead of Tyrone. <laughs> yes we need to there we go that's a shirt we need to make for our uh products here he's like tk yeah, yeah, strand yeah. currently not in a coma oh my god that's even better uh, um and then we're dropping know, y'all yeah um Carlos tells uh, her that he's the one and I was like yay hearing Carlos talk about TK so happily is really awesome and 
like you can tell the strength that ha- you know their relationship has I mean obviously this is a big wrench in it that they're still strong and loving each other and I, of course I, Iris asked is he hot and uh Carlos is like smoking which I <laughs> yes. a reference there I it was I mean, so cute and like hot at the same time and I was also yeah. just like um Carlos don't be shy pull up a picture of him you know he's your lock <laughs> you know he's on your lock screen oh uh, yeah you know um, you have a whole like magazine killed their version of him right and uh so Iris is like can't wait to meet him and Carl's like, yeah, she'll come to the wedding. And she's like, no, I need to meet him before I sign the divorce papers with a clear conscience. I was like, oh. <laughs> and like, yeah, I, I, found, I found that joke funny, honestly, because like if yeah. I was in the same position with my best friend, I'd be like, oh, excuse I me, mean, sir. I mean, same. Uh, but I also know she's yeah, not joking. Me. Right. Yeah. He looks oh, no. Like, she's like, joking. And then all of a sudden he realizes like, oh, she's like, how about tomorrow? Like, how, like, how am I uh, willingly letting my best friend go through the marriage without my approval? Right. I'm sorry, that's how it works. That's true. And I think all my best friends that I ever were close with always wanted me to become the best friend of their significant other they were marrying or getting together with. And like, no, I'm not. Because every time you do and you guys get divorced, then I'm stuck getting friends with somebody that I shouldn't be friends with. I know it. It's <laughs> yeah. awkward. Very awkward. Um, So after that scene, we go to Owen and Judd heading into the biker bar. And like, Judd's teasing. He's like, oh, they don't have gay bars in New York. <laughs> I loved that line so much. Uh, That was a good one. (laughs) I did love that. And when Owen introduces Judd to Red, they're like talking about some things and it's like getting sketchy with the conversations that he was saying. This kid comes up and is like like introducing himself to Owen and oh, you're a real life hero and you were at 9-11 and they're so interesting and um, they're welcoming their new member and this Mikey guy is being inducted into their group. And all of a sudden they start heating up a, uh, a brand and this kid gets branded by what looks like some sort of almost Nazi symbol. It was a Nazi symbol. I was like, damn. Yeah, it, it, it was, it was, was a, a version swastika? of a swastika. Yeah, it was, it was a version of a swastika. To confirm. I was like, okay, let me okay. make sure that I this is actually it. I think I was more cringing at the fact because it's like, I'm my friend, my roommate and I are just, well, I'm watching Yellowstone for the first time. And several of the characters brand each other with this Yellowstone brand. And so it's like, I've been cringing every time I see that. So like, to see it in the show, I'm like, oh my God. Oh, been I watching couldn't Yellowstone. believe that was happening. Like, I was like, I was watching it and I was like, I was like yelling at my TV, Colt, Colt, Colt. I was like, oh my <laughs> God, I can't believe this is happening. And one of my friends, like we were talking about the episode after, and she was like, no, I was saying the same thing at my TV. Like I was literally saying Colt. And I was like, yep, that's where my mind was. I was like, yay, Nazi. <laughs> I know it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. Oh yeah, totally. Um, and so obviously John and while everybody's entertained and chanting, Judd and Owen leave and they get back to Owen's place and they're talking and uh, Owen's like I can't believe I had brunch with a Nazi yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry that's just so Owen <laughs> Siri is really pumping up Siri is in a mood tonight apparently um, she apparently wants to talk about 401 <laughs> I guess so um, and Owen's like nope I'm gonna sell my bike and Judd's like you know don't sell it because you love it um he I don't know. like he, it'd be hard to separate it but you can still yeah. separate you know your love for it from right, <laughs> right. the nazi wannabes yeah, yeah and 
Judd's trying to point some things out to Owen and you know he's admitting that you know Catherine took a job in DC interesting turn which nice we know what happened (laughs) I know I'm surprised they didn't hold that over us which I kind of had a feeling that it was going to be like oh she's not going to be here because I saw like that she was in a new show and she she went back to like her I believe it's her natural hair color I believe she's naturally brunette Yeah, and you know so you got Catherine's out of the picture tk and carlos are like getting ready for the next part of their life uh, mateo is spending a lot of time at nancy's place so owen's home a lot and judd's been busy with you know his life at home so you know he's talking about owen being bored and uh yeah owen i think he's like yeah but he's like i'm not having fun unless i've got dragons to slay and, and judd's trying to say like, we slay dragons all the time right <clears throat> i love um, that analogy i loved this entire conversation like i've missed our judd and owen talk i know it's been a while Mm -hmm. yeah i definitely love their relationship here's the thing that came up for me because it was you know judd was like i think you're lonely and he's like no i think i'm bored The, the, the thing is i don't think it's understood owen is actually like incredibly self aware He's just not very self-acknowledging. Okay. He will see something and he will run from it. But he's he's aware it's there. He's just running from it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he already knows. Like, it's not a self-awareness issue. It's just a self-accepting like slash acknowledging issue. And so, like, I don't even feel like this whole... I don't even feel like the whole, like, motorcycle <laughs> thing or anything came from, like, much of a midlife crisis area as we've seen him in before now. Mm-hmm. And I actually am glad we're starting to veer a little off that track. Yeah, it actually feels more character growth right. than it has in a long time. I think I'm looking at it right now as Owen is just trying to find himself. He's been doing things for other people for so long and helping other people. So I feel like this is him trying to find something that he's interested in and he can get behind and do something else on his downtime besides sitting at home or playing with Buttercup. Okay, where is Buttercup? (laughs) Good question. I was wondering. Speaking of which, I was about to be like, how can he be lonely when he has Buttercup? It was funny because one of my friends texted me like, you know her, her whole watching of Lone Star and I woke up to it and in the middle of everything she said it was like where is butter <laughs> right right well I mean I we've talked about it in other episodes that the they're saying that it's harder and harder to work with animals on sets because of the handlers being so in um, demand for animals right. for different I know things in demand which i'm like what other shows is he in i'll watch <laughs> just for him. I know. I know. <laughs> right like, well what other shows been casting because i'd be there uh, <laughs> I know. yeah Tell so i'm i'm per- prayerfully we'll see more buttercup if not i'm like i my roommate or my roommate's son has a uh, siberian husky we could you know donate for <laughs> a few seasons <laughs> um anyways um yeah so our next little scene is uh <laughs> judd and grace and tommy and her daughters at church um, it was a cute scene, you know, the, the church, the choir singing, Oh, Happy Day. Um, then the, um, I want to say it's the elders. It could have been one of the other pastors, but they come in and they introduce the new pastor of the church and out walks yes, Trevor, so. the person that Tommy had treated twice in a day. Right. Um, and, and anybody, number two. yeah. And, and anybody who saw any of the articles or knew that db woodside was coming into the show knew that this was kind of the situation that he's right was the new pastor coming into austin and he and tommy's kind of a new love interest for her and so you know obviously tommy's like oh shit <laughs> so yeah she, like 
ducks and looks back at Grace and Grace is like, what's wrong? And Tommy's like, I made a pass at my pastor. I thought that was so funny. And I was like, I was like, it's okay, Tommy. Like, it's okay. Yeah. And he comes out and he's saying something and he's like, it is an, oh, you know, oh, happy day. And they start singing it again. And like, you can see um, his daughter up in the front, you know, and she sees Tommy in the background. And so she waves at her and it's like, okay, this is, this is interesting. How are we going to get, deal with this? Um, and the final scene of the episode is Owen is at home and somebody knocks on the door. I was like, dang, they really knock heavily. And he gets to the it. door and it's this woman and he's like, oh, you must be here for the motorcycle. I'll pull it around front. And she's like, um, I'm actually going to need you to keep that motorcycle. <laughs> yeah. And then she introduces herself so as an FBI agent and she wants to talk to him about some of his associates. Dun, dun, dun. I love Owen's expression and that was just kind of like, damn, I'm trying to get rid of these guys right now. Right. I know. It's just funny because like Owen is like not like Owen is on the outskirts of all that drama. It's mm-hmm. just he happened to be at the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah. What I'm guessing yep. is that they they were staking out like the uh the bar or something and saw them leave oh, yeah. and had already been taken out and maybe saw him interacting for a bit. So right. I don't know. I am interested to see how they have supposedly linked him easily, but we'll get yeah. all that next episode. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, I have the same <clears throat> thought. Like they were just like they had been watching them for a while. Mm-hmm. Either that or they already because you do not other. start making yeah they you don't start making your move until you already know a lot right right well either that or you already have somebody they already had somebody undercover who recognized owen as a local fire captain or something and i mean that would be very possible yeah with all the publicity that firehouse has gotten oh yeah for sure (laughs) um yeah so final thoughts on the episode i loved this episode like i thought it was a really good episode um mm-hmm. with everything in it um very good i liked how the emergency wasn't um dragged out like i did like it like the emergency kind of reminded me of the like the one in og where it was very low key like it mm-hmm. definitely didn't take up like all of the episode i honestly like this one a little bit better just because i like how they spread it out throughout the Mm -hmm. episode and it wasn't like just a little segment and a little bit of the episode like i like how we got like basically three separate calls even Mm -hmm. though they were all related to kind of almost the same thing it was very good and good tarlos like i know a lot of people are like oh i wish we got more tarlos but oh my god we have so much more i'm sorry half the episode content was tarlos (laughs) i know i mean even myself i was like oh i wish we got like another tarlos scene but i know in the like mm. next four episodes we're gonna get a ton and i've also heard like so tarlos up so so much so much tarlos season and yeah, i'm very sure. excited yes i'm excited my view on like the the emergency it was a maybe a little overdone for me not necessarily in a bad way um not in a bad way at all like it was maybe a little <laughs> overdrawn the past for me however i enjoyed it Mm-hmm. Um, like it was interesting. It would have been annoying if they tried to like draw it out, but yeah. they didn't. Oh yeah, for it sure. had its run. I mm-hmm. think they've realized that they've run out of big emergencies, and so they're making a, in my opinion, successful <clears throat> transition yeah. into making storyline the main plot. 
mm-hmm. and at least until they figure out some great new phenomenon to uh right. throw in or they're spacing out the few that they have left yeah right yeah. that's such a so, good move mm-hmm. it is it's it's smart because uh, yeah because like because they've made their trademark with yeah. big ones but they only have so many especially bouncy two shows mm-hmm yeah, because like in 9 I feel like their emergency started going down like after the mud. Honestly, at the mudslide, I saw the emergencies going down. So mm-hmm. honestly, Lone Star's case where they had three strong emergencies, I think it's smart on their end to realize, well, I don't think we really have much more we can do. So let's just like, you know, keep this pretty low key. Yeah. yeah. I uh, love all the Tarlos. Love... I'm very interested to see what happens next with Owen's storyline. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, genuinely, I if I had to say one thing I didn't like, and we haven't really talked about it in our podcast yet, because like we're all trying to forget. It. I feel like they're really trying to make Mateo a lot dumber this season. I know he said some stupid things, which I kind of glossed over personally in this mm-hmm. episode. But mm-hmm. you know. I don't know what they're doing with him because I was like, okay, he's not dumb. He's not. He's not. No, he's not at all. In fact, they spent a large amount of the seasons proving that he's smart as a whip. He's young, right. he's inexperienced, but he's smart as a whip. Mm-hmm. And of course, it's always cringy for me to see Fancy and Mateo. They are not my comfort straights. Um, so that's that's always a little bit of a bummer. But honestly, other than being a little disappointed how they were portraying Mateo, didn't really impact this episode too much for me. So yeah. it's fine. I get that. Um, really, I just yeah, me too. I I I love the episode. I think they've realized that these multi-episode arcs are more challenging to film, but they're right. turning it back. And I've noticed that in over the last few seasons with 911 and now with Lone Star, I feel like like this was really done well. Like there was storyline, but there was emergencies mixed in. And I know we only got one like real Tarlos scene, like TK and Carlos together, but we had scenes related to them important yeah, for sure yeah. and so I really like that I like this how like the growth we've seen in TK and how he re- reacted to Carlos's news um I'm set that it took this long for Carlos to tell TK the secret but I'm not mad at Carlos for doing something in his past and I'm not mad at Carlos for helping a friend out yeah. wish he would have told TK sooner yeah. that's where I feel like that and I so I'm not mad at the storyline um I think some of the ways people are like interpretations and what is being said i'm i'm just kind of put taking that with a grain of salt and just kind of putting it to the side and just saying like focusing on what we have content wise in the shows and this is what carlos did to help a friend and that's why the divorce never happened after she came back into the world because we did do some research and to be deemed deceased you have to have been missing for seven years and as far yeah. as we know, she was only missing for two or three years. So that wasn't long enough to be declared dead. And unless a family member pushed it and Michelle was not was Even pushing then, that, she was still alive. So, um, yeah. Even, so. even if they tried to push it, A, it makes you look a bit suspicious in their disappearance. Mm-hmm. And also, yeah, it's not as successful. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I feel like there was... 
weird, you know, situations that happened. And I think Carlos, I can imagine Carlos at the beginning of his and TK's relationship when she came back was more like a, I don't want to say anything to rock the boat. And then it just kind of continued to happen because he didn't want to like stress TK out, make TK freak out, cause TK to stumble, not wanting to be the one to cause TK to stumble. Well, but let's I'm, also just remember he's a little anxious boy. <laughs> yeah. He's having a little bit of trouble. Right. And I'm not trying to justify what he did because yeah, I, I'm still upset that he didn't tell TK sooner, but I'm glad he finally did tell him. Like we said, we're curious how and why Andrea knows. Yeah. So that's what I'll say on that. And I know we'll have more time to talk about it in uh, future episodes. I'm excited the season's back. I'm excited that we're back to, you know, new content to talk about and we're not, we don't have theories anymore. We'll have like things happening and we'll actually see it. Um, yeah. So I know we have fan thoughts. I think it's time to share those because I'm curious yes. what everybody else is saying. Okay, so first episode was tense, but rather funny of a couple um, one-liners such as when Mel was pushed out of the ride and Tarlos was great, TK remained calm, though grew some shocking, and while I'm annoyed Carlos didn't tell him I understand what happened in the past, also Iris and Carlos' talk was amazing, the slap currently not in a coma and smoking in the same ways um she was too nice compared to some of the rumors for next week okay mm-hmm. <laughs> that's interesting i mean i think we're all thinking it just based mm-hmm. on the stuff i've read like honestly if i'm being honest i haven't really read the articles just because i don't know like i just haven't really dove into them but also i just like i didn't do that before the premiere like the like the week of the premiere I did not read any of those articles because I knew they were going to spoil it. And I was like, I do not want to be spoiled. And I was like, please don't send me these because I don't want to read it. Right. Like, I was just like, nope, I'm not doing that to myself. Like, I've read a lot enough. Like, uh, and like all these articles, like, weren't going to be released before getting spoilers. But I was like, I'm not taking any chance. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll, I'll be, I'll be honest. I don't mind the storyline right now if i'm being honest it is still a little bit of a stupid storyline I mean, but so far they're stupid. doing well with it like, yeah. they're doing well with it it's just dumb as fuck it's um, dumb it reminds me of soap opera exactly apparently we are in a telenova we'll we'll call eddie he'll bring his abuela oh my god watch popcorn <laughs> i'm okay with it as long as eddie makes an appearance right please like um, okay it's funny because somebody said i forget where um but somebody was like okay the storyline reminds me of buck being a stern sperm donor oh gosh so like <laughs> stupid storylines uh, yeah, basically i don't know somebody and then somebody made a video saying like oh my god i have to find it but they were like they were like i don't know what's wrong with these 9 showrunners but something's going on i just okay. want to know what they have in that like writing room um right. like, I wanna know, yeah i was like saying the other day i want to know like uh what was going on in those writers room for them to be like hmm, let's do this this season yeah okay other one yeah. um i don't hate the episode but i expected more from it i don't know it felt like it needed something more and even though carlos being married plot was disappointing i understand why did what he did back then but i don't like that he hit from tk and i don't buy all the talk about how 
it was planned since the beginning okay i don't buy it either so i understand that mm-hmm, because definitely. carlos didn't act like he cared enough i i mean i agree maybe he thought she died and wanted to move on and if mm-hmm. um if it was planned they would have at least hinted and something was going on right. between them or mentioned how they were besties however i really liked the, the how tk reacted to it he was clearly upset but i also but also understood why carlos um did what he did i liked iris in this episode she seems cool even though from the promo she's going to cause some trouble i mean of course drama mm-hmm. and i hate that they're doing that but, but whatever i guess we need drama uh, mm-hmm. uh, i wish that yeah. we um have seen i guess have seen charlie mm-hmm. <laughs> i can't yeah got more judd grace paul outside of work oh and storyline was fine looking forward to it where um it is going because i read parts in an interview with tim anyways i'm just gonna get to the last part um if you read this thank you so much i really like listening to you guys and well, well thank you for sharing your thoughts with us <laughs> yes i appreciate it. it yeah yeah uh <laughs> it gets challenging to read a lot um i know a few things i do agree with uh carlos definitely was very uh according to like if this is something that had been planned and he had been best friends with iris he did not show a lick of remorse for her so that should have been explained in the episode or something um See, that's like... why i'm calling bullshit on them planning yeah. that and i think yeah same i feel like i mean i've lost friends and i like for, i've had friends pass away so like i have had to grieve and move on so I feel like Carlos had done that. And then like with Michelle keep drudging it up, he may have just tried to like emotionless about it. So like I'm, everyone's like, oh, watching season one's going to be totally different now because we know the truth. Um, I don't really think that. It's just, yeah. It's just going to make it make less sense. Like yeah, people and are I, like, it's ruined. And I'm like, okay, you're just being dramatic. Like, I don't no, think that, like, I do agree that like like it's kind of weird thinking that about like especially in that scene in 103 and stuff and like her going on and on about iris and just even in that whole season like we Mm -hmm. have no knowledge that like carlos even knew iris there was always that question like did they know each other were they like friends or something let alone we find out their best they were best friends and i'm just very confused like i really hope they give us some sort of flashback because i really need all the answers yeah so i want to okay i'm gonna throw this out there because i know we talk about fan fiction on saw i want to throw out props to the fans who three years ago were writing stories that iris and carlos were best friends in high school because like y'all figured it out (laughs) um just we didn't all figure that out um but yeah i i think something was planned i just don't think the whole thing was flushed out until now and right now it's it's, yeah so i i think what was known was you're married to a woman and i think that was all known at the time oh yeah i definitely just not like there was no specifics and i know that was unexpected for Liv tyler to not come back because and you know we know why she because of covid she was living out of the country couldn't be traveling back and forth with her family and i get that so there was a reason why she chose not to come back but that didn't mean that iris couldn't come back so like 
I, they were saying that yeah. the reason why they didn't want to deal with the storyline like that is because Michelle wasn't there to have like be a part of it with Iris. So yeah, I'm, but I'm, I'm curious to see. And yeah, we'll talk a little bit about the promo for the next episode. So I'll save the less little bit I have to say um, after that. But any other final thoughts before we talk about the promo? No, I don't think so. Like very i'm really interested to see what they do especially knowing that like i know one through four will be an arc i already have a feeling not just for carlos but for owen too so i'm just very interested to see what they do and like ronan's been teasing like all these episodes they're gonna be like this tarla seems my hair this and i'm like yeah. and i know ronan's like he posted such cute photos of him rapping mm, yes it was so cute and i already know that he's gonna be posting all this stuff and i'm just so excited yeah I, i'm yeah. loving it all right so promo for 402 uh so this it we get okay so i kind of feel like this wasn't just for 402 i feel like it's for the next few episodes oh yeah so for sure take these scenes with a grain of salt they might not all be in the next episode we get a tarlos kiss and we see tarlos sitting on the couch talking to iris um and iris is like so you want to get married and tk's like yeah that's the plan uh, we see, you know, they're smiling and the guys are happy, which is awesome. Owen's talking about this group that he knows is called the Honor Dogs and they're planning an attack. Um, he's sitting down with the FBI agents. Um, Owen tells Judds how something big is coming. Um, you see a school bus getting blown up by some bombs and it looked like it was like practice for something. Owen's asking the 126 for help. Um, Tommy says always and so I'm not really sure what all that's going to be a part of. Um, Carlos and SWAT going into a house. Um, we see Sergeant O'Brien again, um, which we know Owen has a run-in with him, um, I believe, in the next couple of episodes. I have episodes. so many interesting thoughts about that. Yeah. Well, and if you remember, Sergeant O'Brien was a motorcycle cop. So he may be a part of the FBI like task Sergeant force. Um, oh. And then Big Fire, Owen knocked out. So that's going to be interesting to see. And then Owen was talking about how this isn't the end this is just the beginning so i feel like over like you're talking about the arc i think this is it you know there's the next few episodes are going to be interesting i think i think gabriel is going to be a part of like okay so it's weird because the fbi is involved in this but as from what i understand the texas rangers are like the fbi in texas so why is the fbi involved in the rangers so maybe I don't know, maybe it's this... like bigger than like just <clears throat> in that area because as far as well as far as i know like texas rangers yes fbi in texas but they're not actually federal but they're not exactly so if this needs to be involved federally Mm -hmm. on a federal level that's why we've got the fbi which you know terrorists and also we have the whole terrorist thing i don't know how much the texas rangers deal with terrorism right that's, that's homeland security yeah exactly yeah so there's like also like it is definitely curious like where they're taking all of this um and like we know from last season though brian is a motorcycle cop so i'm sure that's going to be involved in the motorcycle situation hell he may be on the task force um that owens brought in on um or i have a feeling like with. i have a feeling they're gonna work together then i also had this weird feeling where i just i had this feeling yesterday where i had this thought and i was like so what if um O'Brien becomes like the new Billy? <laughs> not like Bro, I just had that thought. Not <laughs> in a bad way, but like what if him and Owen cuz I you know Owen is talking about being lonely. What if what if they like become friends or something? Right. Well, and it's so funny I mean, I too. It's so funny too cuz I'm like I literally we just watched season 1 and 2 of Yellowstone and like 
the guy who plays O'Brien is in season two of Yellowstone. And so I'm like, oh my God, I've seen him in so many things, but. Oh yeah, like, me too. Holy crap. Like he's back. And I'm like, oh no, what is going to, okay. what is this going to bring? I'm nervous. <laughs> okay. So um, the guy that plays O'Brien and Iris, I don't think it was at the same time, but they were both in the same show. And honestly, I realized this and I was like, okay, well, I started looking her, her up yesterday to see what she was in. And I was like, why does this, why does she look so damn familiar? And then I was like, is oh, she in okay. Timeline? Um, no, that wasn't the one. I don't know if she was in that, though. I don't remember. The guy who plays O'Brien was in that. That's the one, the one main one I remember of him in. But anyways, yeah, so we've got a lot of great stuff coming up, a lot of stuff to look forward to. There's, you know, definitely some concerns that Iris is not going to sign the divorce papers initially. She's going to um, drag her feet for sure. I feel like she's going to drag her feet. Um, I also feel like she's, it has been mentioned that she's going to give TK kind of some can, like she's gonna gonna give him a hard time and I I think there's a scene or a picture that we've seen of Carlos with his hands on T- Car- TK's shoulders and TK looks really upset and they're in the same outfits that they are in during this time when she's sitting down with them at the Tarlos loft so I'm like okay so either TK it's beforehand where TK's nervous about meeting up with her because he's worried about her not doing it or something or it's afterwards and Carlos is trying to comfort him so I don't know so I I have a theory and it's a very outlandish theory so probably not happening we can do but outlandish. we remember we remember that we remember she was living in the homeless camp mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um my theory is that she finds out that tk is a recovering addict and she has concerns on that and this is coming from someone who did also date a recovering addict and had a lot of people concerned both rationally and irrationally wonder if it's that it's possible yeah that's fair that's a fair theory and it's it's not uncommon for friends to give people who are trying to be a part of their fellow friends you know life you know a hard time and wanting to make sure they're not going to hurt them i get that so that's so i like the storyline as it is right now if mm-hmm. Iris is a bitch, I'm gonna have a lot more issues with it, and that I is have words only, if that happens. Right. I that is the only conceivable way to me that she could raise any concern about their right. relationship. Not that it's a necessarily valid concern or yeah. not valid, but like reasonable. Mm-hmm. Reasonable is what I'm looking for. Yeah, and there's but there, it's better than anything else, right? And there's I think there was talk about something along the lines of her getting hurt or we know that Carlos is going to get hurt at some point so we're like maybe she'll see TK and Carlos when he's hurt and how much TK loves Carlos or something and that'll make her change her mind or something like that and I'm like okay maybe but yeah I'm oh yeah I've seen that theory a lot and I kind of agree like I could definitely see that happening Mm -hmm. we'll kind of see but it's definitely interesting I'm reserving judgment until I actually see it. <laughs> I have a feeling it's probably blown out of proportion because it usually is. However, we'll see. Yeah, yeah that's we yeah. we were literally only in the first episode. I we know, have a but lot. I'm so to excited! Uh, I know. Oh my gosh! Like I'm just happy that we're finally like you know here. Yes. Like uh, it feels so nice. Like I miss my voice. I know it. 
Yeah, no, I'm just really glad the show is back. I'm glad that we've got more Tarlos, that they're not broken up like the beginning of season three. I never want to even think about that happening again. I know. Um, and I'm excited for what the season's coming. I think I was a little bummed when I heard the uh, ratings were a hair lower um, than they have been in the past. But I know with the change of like dates and the change of day of the week, that may impact things because there's other shows on those nights. So not too worried about it right now. But I also know that if it continues, I'm going to be a little concerned about ratings for next season. So we'll right. see. The only reason why I'm not is just because like the the ratings from TV literally don't aren't like the final numbers. Like they take mm-hmm. the numbers that people watch on DVR and Hulu um, for like the past week. And also yeah. I'm not concerned. It's not like it's right. not like super low mm-hmm. yeah yeah yep. so yet to be seen i'm excited though we're, we're back and i'm glad we have more content because i know we were admittedly when they did change us to it like a week later i was like oh crap what are we going to talk about so we i'm glad we figured something out <laughs> but i was like i'm liking that we have content now <laughs> i know it's just nice to talk about fresh things yeah and stuff like we've been having so much fun with like with other stuff but it's also nice just to be talking about like you know stuff that's happening like right now mm-hmm. for sure yeah. for sure all right well thank you guys so much for listening and joining us be sure to subscribe to the podcast on anchor you're also on spotify apple and google Podcasts, and everywhere you get your podcasts on itunes and spotify please rate us and leave us a review it mean a lot to us you can also follow the podcast on our socials at 911 ls roundup on facebook twitter instagram and tiktok and you can also join our discord server we've been having some great conversations there lately oh yeah just talking about the new season so definitely join us the link is in the description of the podcast and also in our Instagram bio. You guys follow me, Katie, at Full of Tarlos on Instagram and TikTok. You guys can follow me, Grace, at RonanRafa911 on Instagram and at CheapGirl31 on Twitter. You can follow me, EJ, at EJ8302 on Instagram and Twitter. Bye! Bye! Bye.